Good afternoon. I hope you guys are having or have had, I should say, a wonderful week, right? Um, weather's been warm, a little hot some places, a little chilly some places, but nonetheless, it's been pretty, pretty exciting. Um, our weather in Atlanta has been 90s, in the 90s, and we're just now getting into June. So nonetheless, I guess we're officially moving into summer, so I'll have to learn how to deal with it. <laughs> so wherever you are in the world, I hope that you're having a wonderful afternoon. But I am Iris Denise Owens, your host of the Autopsy of Her, Healing, Evolving, Resiliency. And on the line with me is my beautiful sister and co-host. Good afternoon, honey bunny. How are you? Good afternoon, honey bunny. Stephanie Diani Green. Good afternoon, everyone. It's beautiful weather here in New Jersey, I tell you that. I haven't been out the house in what four days, but it's beautiful weather. I can see it's beautiful. <laughs> she sees she sees it through the window. I see it through the window. I peek out the door a little bit, but I asked my son, um, is, how, "How's the weather today?" Oh, it's warm. Yes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yes. And personally, for me, I wanted to stay in the house all week because I, you know, I don't do. Mm -mm. I do not like this hot weather. You can't be around flying things. You don't need anything around this no, flying. That, that part too. <laughs> All the creatures that have wings are not my friend. Or no, creatures with wings or stingers are not my friend. Yeah, so. Exactly. For those exactly. of you who don't know, I had a whole nother episode of being stung by another wasp or a by a wasp because I don't know what stung me a few months First ago. First time. But, <laughs> exactly. but by a wasp in my home, sitting on my sofa, on my elbow, just, I'm thinking I crunched, I crushed a potato chip crumple and it was a wasp who, I guess, as I crushed him, he stung me. So that was fun. Minding your business in your house. Yes, minding my business in my house and I got stung by a wasp, yeah. So I had to go to the hospital, but first I had to stick myself with the EpiPen, First time ever having to do that. And that was interesting. I was in my house doing the Ali shuffle Talking myself into <laughs> talking myself into how to stab this thing into my leg. <laughs> I can only imagine. I've been like, oh my god, oh my god. I was, I was like, okay, you could do it, you could do it. Come on, come on, let's go, let's go. Okay, ready, ready. No. <laughs> like, woosa, breathing. <sighs> yeah, it was like. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I was like, no, I cannot believe I had to do this, but I got it done. And then I had to go to the hospital. So all is well. I had a Popeye elbow though. This whole arm was so swollen. It, it looked like Popeye. It had, it had side bumps and lumps on it and stuff. It was insane. Um, so, but yet I am here. So <laughs> Life, it has its ups and downs, but I'm happy that it has more ups than downs. And so I'm excited to be here with you all today. And so today we're going to talk about, well, I should say our topic today, we'll start there. Our topic today is Clean Up Woman. Now, I know some of you all remember the, the Betty Wright song, Clean Up Woman. Uh -huh. That's not <laughs> what we're talking about. So y'all can put y'all mm -hmm. tongues back in your heads and get all, you know, no, we're not going down that lane. We're not driving on that street today. So clean up woman, we're focusing on, you know, learning how to, or how maintenance is absolutely necessary in every aspect of your life. And it's very important, especially now with all that's going on in the world, but it's important anytime in your life. But right mm -hmm. now, because we are balancing so many things, um, we are facing so many different challenges, things that we had you know, like that wasn't on your schedule, right? That wasn't in your game plan. That that was not on your dream board, but yet here it is and you're having to learn how to maneuver. So today mm -hmm. we wanted to focus on, you know, mind, body, soul. So our health, how we need to make sure we pay attention to maintaining. We also want to talk about minding your business, which is all aspects of your business, whether you're an entrepreneur, you work for someone, your finances, your credit, your thing. So we're going to touch a little bit on that. And then we're going to talk about soul ties, how we need to make sure we do maintenance of toxins in our relationships or how we need to remove toxins if we, you know, as we see them. And um, every single day, 
every single day. <laughs> and Steph and I were laughing and I said, yeah, we cannot leave our relationships or toxins like we do our laundry. You know how sometimes you let your laundry pile up, you know, because now you, you're like, oh, like some people are like, I got to wear my bathing suit because I have no more clean underwear. No. <laughs> First of all, you should never get to that point in your life. Okay. You should never be wearing your bathing suit. <laughs> As underclothes, okay? So we're going to talk about those things today. So Steph, I want you to jump in because, you know, where, where, where do you want to start? Where do you want to, what do you want to share today? Well, maintenance, you know, I've had a lot of maintenance done lately. <laughs> but um, I had Clarify have... that because now people are going to be looking going, what's, what's, let me see. I, I thought her, I thought her face looked different. <laughs> I know, right, 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 right. No, I would, um. When I had acute respiratory failure last year, they found out that my calcium levels in my blood were like through the roof. Mm -hmm. And, but I had to get all of my asthma issues under control. So I finally had my surgery on Wednesday, on June 1st. Mm -hmm. And um, it still hurts to talk a little bit, but I'm getting better. I just can't turn too much. But what did um, you have? You got to tell them what you had surgery for. Yes, yes, yes. I had, um, it's called a paro paradectomy well what they did so you have your thyroid is in the center and on the side of your thyroid you have two parathyroids you have four of them all together mm -hmm. and the parathyroid controls the calcium going in and out of your blood and literally the endocrinologist said to me when I was in ICU that day she said you probably have a tumor on your parathyroid that's causing you to have all that calcium going in your blood that's not supposed to be going there. Mm -hmm. And it was what I had actually. And I do all the tests. And actually the parathyroids are um, the size of a grain of rice. They're that wow. tiny. Exactly. And then the, so imagine the tumor was that tiny, but um, my surgeon told me that you could actually live with one, a half of one parathyroid. You mm -hmm. can remove all of them and just live with half of one and it's, it's enough. Um, so they had to remove one. Uh, I'm still definitely in the healing stage, still waiting to make sure all my levels came down and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. But it's all about balance in your life and even in your body, because once your body is out of balance, it throws everything else out of whack. Correct. Because I've never had high blood pressure, but because of the hypercalcemia, it caused high blood pressure, it caused me to gain some weight, it caused a whole lot of different things. It even causes um, confusion. Um, in your brain, like you start having memory issues just because the calcium, that much calcium going through your um, body and through, you know, through your veins, it, it's, it's very dangerous for you. And, and if you don't have the surgery, it takes five to six years off your life. So, wow. you know, they were like, you're so young, you definitely want to have this. And not to mention, it's quite common also. Um, and then it, it can return again. And, and it's nothing you could do. It's not like how certain things, you know, that they cause like, you know, type two diabetes, you eat and all the things like that. It's nothing of that nature. It's just something that actually happens. It's nothing that you do to cause it. It's just something that happens to you. So, yeah, so I am that my maintenance. I'm all over it. So I do have the I have this on today, but I have the little thing going on, <laughs> the little smiley. <laughs> but, she has uh, a new beauty mark now. Yeah, but it's not gonna be there much. It's not gonna be there for a long time. Trust yes. and believe it. Yes, <laughs> I, I know. Really we're going to do all the things to heal that lovely oh, yes. beauty mark. Exactly, yes. exactly. But it heal quickly. You know, like I'm not messing with it. I'm not, I'm not doing anything like that. But yeah, so it's like, but maintenance is really, really important to take care of yourself. And let me tell you, your, get get blood work. Your blood tells you everything you need to know about what's going on. Everything. In your body. Everything. I've never had so much blood work done in my life. I thought I had a lot being pregnant. Oh boy. Every time check your levels, check your levels, check your levels. It's really, you know, it's quite interesting, but learned a lot. Learned a lot yes. about yourself. Not to mention it makes you exhausted. Like I would, I woke up tired in the bed tired. Now I'm just hoping just to wake up and not be tired. Yes. <laughs> so that's and, and, and something you mentioned, which is interesting. I think for many of us, right. We don't even know our blood type. And, mm. and so, and that's an important thing. I know, you know, for most of us who are like, I'm not a scientist. Why do I need to know that? But mm, you when, you're, know. when you're really trying to maintain your body, 
there is there there was a, a gentleman and I don't have his information, but um, I will get it for next time because since I'm referencing it, I want to make sure that everyone has that. But there's a gentleman who does this study um, based on your blood type. And it talks mm-hmm. about, you know, the type of foods you should literally mm-hmm. eat or eating not. Your, yeah, mm-hmm. eating for your blood type because it makes all exactly. the difference in the world of how your body processes and breaks down and and the maintenance of your body when you are not eating the right types of foods for your body. Mm-hmm. So it's just like if a person has gout, right? A person who has gout cannot eat leafy green vegetables, you know, or th- or a bunch of beans and things that build up the uric acid in their, in their blood and causing the inflammation in the joints. So it's, it's similar mm-hmm. to that. And uh-huh. so, but it's something good to know. And mm-hmm. I know that I, I am, oh, I'm O positive. I'm AB positive. And so also when it comes down to like, say someone in your family, right? Someone needs a blood transfusion. Mm-hmm. And of course, with African-Americans, we are the lowest number of people to be able to get a match, right? Hence the reason why we sit on people who have kidney problems or need organs. We sit on a waiting list for so much longer than any other, you know, but minorities in general, but we are kind of high on that than, it, than it's um, Latinas and then it's Asian. So it's important. That you it is learn important, these but things. not only that, it's important that like also with this surgery, I decided to donate my parathyroid to science. Oh, I had the science awesome! Yes, because they want to do studies, and they do not have enough African Americans to do studies. You oh, know, I love that stuff. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I talked to her. I talked to the lady and she came and I had to sign off on everything like that. She asked me what I donate. I said, absolutely. Because I understand that in order for them to find out answers about our bodies, we have to be part of the yes. whole scientific thing that's going on. We have to be a part of the scientific studies. Absolutely. So I did donate that. Yes. I'm very much into that. Even when I had both my children, yes. I donated their um, umbilical cords. I actually awesome. wanted to store them, you know, for the stem cell, um, but yes. I, at the time I, it was you know, not affordable for me to do that, but I was able to donate them. But however, I would tell anybody, if you still have your children's baby teeth, which I still do, and I keep them in the freezer, the stem cell is in the baby teeth also. Yes, so God, told me that. If needed, yeah, if I ever needed something for my children needed something like that, I still have their stem cells. So, I mean, it, it's really, really important. So, you know, the lady, she was so happy. She said, because most African-Americans do not want to donate anything from them because they don't, because they think they're going to use it for something negative. Right. But we have, we to don't trust the system. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But you have to, trust the system. to do that, especially because like, that. like, yeah, because that's a teaching hospital, you know, um, Robert Wood Johnson yes. in New Brunswick, where I had my surgery done. It's a teaching hospital. And she went and showed me all the, it was really quite interesting. It was really, I really love that. You didn't tell me you would like, you made that, that, that positive imprint in history, girl. Come on through. That's what I'm I talking about. The blood. That's what I remember. You know, I was I like, love yes, that. yes. I love that. Oh, listen, that that's amazing. I love that. You mm-hmm. see, and see, this is what the world is supposed to be about, right? Here you are having a surgery to, to improve your health and your life, but you also did something that can improve millions of lives and for thousands of years to give study. I, I love that stuff. That man, that is amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I was so happy to do it. She said, oh, people like, because when Henry, whole situation with Henrietta Lack, um, yes. that's the whole story. People don't know about it, but she was saying how people feel the ways about that. But, you know, us as a community, we sometimes really don't know all the full stories of different things. Yes. Um, Or the way they are told to us. Sometimes we get confused, you know. Yes. Like, you know, the Tuskegee experiment and things of Absolutely. that nature. Mm-hmm. You know, people mm-hmm. don't understand that they did not give them the medication. That was the problem, you know. So, but, you know, people get confused about how that right. happened. They, they gave um, them the placebo. Exactly. And hence, not giving them the treatment. Exactly. It exactly. turned it turned out just the way they expected, but right. you know right. they exactly. were used as the guinea pigs, unfortunately, exactly. without knowing exactly. that that's what was happening. 
Wow. Exactly. And yeah, so, yes, and this is why we, we tend to stay away from anytime someone says we're willing to, we want to study this, we want to study that. Um, mm-hmm. But we do as, as, mm-hmm. as minorities, we do have to start focusing on giving blood, giving platelets, mm-hmm. giving, mm-hmm. you know, giving mm-hmm. organs, give, um, mm-hmm. because you could save, we could save lives, exactly. right? We, we could save generations of people if mm-hmm. we would, mm-hmm. you know, be more open to uh, research. Mm-hmm. And I know that it is something, it is very scary to have anyone, you know, extract anything from your body and you don't know mm-hmm. what they're going to do with it. That's, that's very mm-hmm. true. And I, and I, I in no way am downplaying no. this thing, but it is also a way for us to, to give back and to have mm-hmm. impact on positive, uh, you know, studies and things that need to be done for minorities. So always keep that in mind. That, that is amazing, uh, Steph. That is a wonderful blessing that you did. I love that. Well, thank you. So, so we talked a little bit about our health. And so as we all know, you know, your health is, of course, your mind, your spirit, your body, right? And so and your wealth. And your and your wealth, absolutely. Your your health wealth, yes. <laughs> because your health is wealth. Because you, you have to think about it this way. If you don't have wealth, you typically don't have good health mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form, right? Because mm-hmm. remember, if you look at if you look at what is considered being poor, poor means you normally don't have access to good health care if you have mm-hmm. access to healthcare at all. Um, so healthcare is a very important thing because it maintains, again, generations can be destroyed for lack of healthcare, right? But, you also, but you also got to have the ability to get the healthcare, right? Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. if you are given healthcare, sometimes that like even now with Obamacare or you know the, the, the health market, it is still a disparity because even in these situations, you're paying for insurance, but a lot of times you go to the doctors that you are typically going to, they don't take it. Or the doctors yeah. that you mm-hmm. need to go to don't take it. So mm-hmm. it becomes a whole nother you know, issue. So when mm-hmm. we are referring to your health, that is something you have to factor in but it also factors in where we're going to jump into minding your business, how your Mm. financials are so important. Right. I remember as a, as a kid, and I wish that I had listened to my mother so much more than I, than when I was a child, as opposed to waiting till now to do it. And so my mother always said, I don't care what kind of money you make. Every time you get a paycheck, you take five, if it's $5, if that's all you got to take $5 and you put it away and you don't go back and you bother it. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is how you first begin to, to build wealth. I remember my mm-hmm. mom used to, you know, when they had Christmas clubs, remember you guys remember Christmas club? Christmas club money away, girl, you, the, you know, in the November, Ooh, we, that first week, December, you go get your Christmas club money <laughs> <laughs> to go shopping. Life was grand, right? Because you had cash money to go do Christmas shopping. No one was going into debt. And, and a lot of people at that time, hopefully didn't, were not having to use layaway to put your kids gifts on layaway. You were able to go into the store and buy what you wanted for your kids and for your family and move on. But it is important that we understand finances, right? Especially if you're a business owner, you have to mind your business. You really got to mind your business. You cannot allow other people to mind your business for you. It's true. It's true though. Yeah, I know what's going on. You got you got to know. I mean, we have all heard the horror stories of people who have made millions, right? Thousands of dollars and and they're living in fabulous houses and they're driving beautiful cars and they wear wonderful clothes and it all to find out that okay, first of all, they don't own any of that stuff, mm-hmm. which is very yes. disheartening, right? When you realize yeah. that they don't own any of that that mm-hmm. typically the manager and everyone else is getting paid 
except the people actually performing the services. Exactly. Right. Well, nobody so, reads, nobody reads the contract. Right. right. No one reads the yeah. contract because yeah. everyone is so excited yeah. that yeah. I am right. Yeah. I am. I am yeah. going to be a star. I all. Exactly. I'm here to sing. Exactly. That's all exactly. I'm here to do. I'm here to uh -huh. dance. I'm here to play ball. Yeah. I'm here to do. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but yeah. you need to read the contract. Mind your business. It is exactly. vitally important that when we are signing our names on dotted lines to things, first of all, you may not understand everything in that contract because yes, it's the, the legal language can be difficult to understand. Mm -hmm. But what I want you to do, first of all, on any page that there is that small print, read it. Mm -hmm. That's right. Google is your friend. And, and if you don't understand it, <laughs> Make that person who is on the other side of that pen explain it to you. Because many times we sign we contracts mm -hmm. and we don't read. And then we'll say, I want to quit this thing. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want this service anymore. And then they hit you with the, okay, sure. We understand you want to leave, but you're going to owe us a thousand dollars for leaving. Wait, what? Like in Bel Air. Like in Bel Air. With Hillary. Yes. Like now yeah. she has to leave oh, yeah. the movie, the TV show. That's oh, right. Yeah. When she when she wanted to she leave, leave the guy, right. right. She, she signed the contract and not even it. understanding that everything you did, he owned, number one. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. he had control over what you did and did not do. Exactly. Right. And you still got to pay him after that. And I mean, she didn't have to pay. Was not, was not that she didn't understand it. She did not even read it. No, right. That part. Yeah, that she part. didn't even read it at all. So right. you have to like, you know, because you're so excited about getting it that you don't even, you know, like the opportunity that you don't yes. read it. And you do, you have to read. You have to read. You, you have, have to read, to read the read. contract. You find yourself in a position. And it's, I think that as far as when you're talking about people that go into things of that nature, um, I think that back in the day, I know when they first with um, Motown with Barry Gordy, they mm -hmm. had people to help you. Yes. And I think that we have lost some of that, that people that don't, don't aren't able, they don't have people helping you like they should. I mean, right. you have managers, but the managers, all managers aren't good managers. No, um, because manage, some know, managers are out for themselves. Exactly. So they're not thinking about, oh, let me make sure, you know, like you think about all the rappers that have been passing of late that, you know, the, 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 the first rappers, like a lot yes. of them didn't have any health insurance, they didn't have right. anything. And, you know, they, they started this game and it's, it's really, really been sad. It was nothing left for them or yes. their families. They didn't even have money to bury some of these people. Yes. And it's really, really, really sad but yes. because it's because the, the industry does not look out for you like they should. And no. I think they should be like, they want your talent, but they don't want anything they don't, else. But they don't care about you as the, you are as, seen as, 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 as a, you're seen as, as an individual. object and not a person. Exactly. You're and an one option of the and you're an opportunity. And so you have to have someone who is protecting your best interests. Right? Exactly. Like Mary um, Live said, that's what they will keep you high and drunk so they can control you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's all this about. But you have you have to and, and family members. If you want to have a family member, they need to know what they're doing. Yes. Not just because they're, just they're your mom or your dad or they're your best friend. Your they need yes. to understand. Because they too can be manipulated into things and not realizing what they're agreeing to because it sounds good. Exactly. And, and people, people put the, you know, the pig with the lipstick on it on a nice, on a nice platter and yeah, dress it exactly. up really pretty and push it forward and say, Hey, look at, look at all that's going to happen. It's, but it's still it's a pig. Game. Yeah. But it's, it's still, still a pig. pig. <laughs> it's still a pig. But it's like, it doesn't matter the color of the lipstick. So but like the consensus like what's going on with Wendy Williams? How can someone just take your money? Yes. But the thing is that we is we just have to be really, really careful because they can take your money like that. And, you know, but that's why back in the day, especially with our people, we didn't put money in the bank for the money yes. under our mattresses. And that was the reason that we did that. I mean, not that so you should put your money on your mattress, but now you really understand why, because they could just come and decide like, oh, why would you have this money in the bank? Who are you? Where did you get this money from and just take your money? Yes. I mean, and that's a, that's a dangerous thing. It's very uncomfortable right now with what's going on in our world where they're just taking people's money. Yeah. Yes. You know, she won't, be the first, she won't be the last under the guise of we're trying to protect you or whatever the situation yeah. is. 
when you have people in your family that are of sound mind, if you're saying, I don't have sound mind, that can maintain your, yes. your, your finances for you. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like, right. it's, it's, not, it's, it's something going on with that. But the, and, the, the, we're just hearing about this, but trust it has but happened. It, but it's been going on forever. It's also exactly. it's also a good place to remind people too. Right here is this is the reason why, and it's something that we tend not to want to discuss. Where we don't talk about living will, we don't talk about a dying sure. will, we don't talk about medical uh, will, we don't talk about any of these things because we say, oh, you know. I, I don't want to talk about anyone dying, but we are all going to die. And if you really Absolutely. want, if you, if you have worked years and years and years, right. And you have put away, you know, in your head, in your heart, in your head, and you, in that, in that little box that you keep in the special place in the house, in the back of the bed, da, 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 da. You've told the kids you told, right. That's lovely. But if you don't have that stuff, in writing, legally binding contracts, all of your hard work and all of your things can be gone. And a but lot you of times, write it too. You, you can write it. Yes, like, you can write it. Can, but, as long as nobody's contesting it. Well, um, you, you can know, you can write it, but you can't write it on your deathbed. Number no, no, one, no, no, no. you can't write it. You can't write it on your deathbed, and you can't write it if you've already been committed to an institution for mental no, illness or anything like that, or if you are in a state of dementia, or if you're in a state of confusion. All those things will play against you. Your family loses, right? So why not, while everyone is lucid and everyone is clear, have those conversations. Start having those conversations. Tell people put it in writing what you want to be done with everything. Now you don't have to go item by item, but you do need to specify what happens to your insurance money. What happens to your, your stocks and bonds? What happens to the house? What happens to the, and you could take the house and the cars and put those things together, but your hard earned money, the things you've invested in the house that you, you bought scripting and scrapping and you built in your family and memories you want to put those things in hardcore writing. It's very, very important, right? I mean, because like when my mom died, let me tell you, all I had to do was open up the paper. Right. And she had everything. She told me what she wanted to wear. Yes. She told me how to bury her, where to bury her, who to right. send her body to, everything. Right. You know, right. it's like everything belongs to you. So I have to worry about that. You know what I mean? Right. But everything, everything, I didn't have to think about any. Only thing I think I had to really think about was picking out a casket. Right. Other than that, she told me her dress, her gloves, her ev every single, already had her plot, yes. every single thing. And I tell you that it, it was the most refreshing thing because you're here you are in mourning. And yes. you have to think about these things too. Everything was in place. Yes. I did not have to search, think anything. Because you got a roadmap. What, what better than to have a roadmap? Like you, when you do your business, right? You have a business plan. When you have, when you're traveling to a, to a place, you have a road, you have a map to get there. Why not have a map for these things at the end when someone is no longer here to speak for themselves that you don't have to battle with other people saying, oh no, she told me that she wanted this or daddy mm -hmm. said he wanted it done this way, but you know what daddy said. Mm -hmm. So why not get it in writing so that everyone is clear and everyone needs to be involved even when they are resistant because I promise you this, the, the person who is the most resistant, who says, I don't care, I don't want to know, I'm not talking mm -hmm. about that, that is the person who shows up and raises the most hell. Yes, sir. <laughs> that is the person who show, they, that's the person who show up like in the movies at the day of the funeral. You know how they say, is anyone, yeah. you know, object at the wedding? Uh -huh. There is no <laughs> such thing at a funeral. <laughs> There's no such thing. But people will come in and be a disruptor in the midst of people in mourning. That is that is a, a God awful thing. I want you all to do to know that. Don't ever do that. That's really, really bad. <laughs> That's really, really bad. So get yeah. your house in order, right? Get your get mm -hmm. your papers in order. Tell your children, you know, what what you are doing for them, such so forth and so on. You know, so everyone is clear. Because when people get emotional, people forget. 
they they be sometimes be they step outside themselves and become other little little gremlins and that's not nice but if you lay it all out everyone knows what's what you have said should should be done and what you want done and how you want it done so soul ties we all have soul ties we have many soul ties right some of which as we have discussed before we want to go back to people and say please give me that back because you didn't deserve it then and you damn sure don't deserve it now but it doesn't work that way once you give it away you can't get it back you can't go back and get it back so there has to be periods in your life where you detox you have to detox your spirit. You got to detox your relationships. You got to detox your, your, your mind, right? Your, you have to detox your memories. You have to detox your past. You have to detox the past. You have to detox everything that's back there. And, and the reason why I say that is because don't look back there because you're not going that way. Yeah, yeah, and leave it back there. And yeah, leave it back there. Looking backwards. Yeah, but unless you back. detox it, unless you remove it, remove the toxins of it, you I'll keep popping up. Right. Yeah. You can't go <laughs> forward, you know? And so it's important to learn how to detox. Yeah, Crabgrass. popping up with your good grass. <laughs> Crabgrass. You're absolutely right. And what is crab? And what is crab? Crabgrass kills the grass. Exactly. exactly. You see that? You see that brown spot? You're like, man, the grass looks fabulous. But all the way from the back door, all the way, you know, on your on your one and a half acre, you see that brown spot. You're like, I'm sorry, what is that back there? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Crab grass. Yeah, detox. Right? Detox it. <laughs> Before it can take root, detox it. <laughs> detox it. Cut it out. Right. Do surgery on it. It gotta go. It gotta, gotta go. go. You gotta treat your you gotta treat your life the same way. You gotta treat your life the same way. That's true, though. That's true. That is your life. That when things no longer serve you, they have to go. Absolutely. You know, I I am learning now. You know, shoes are my vice. <laughs> shoes are my vice. Every pair of shoes I ever buy or have ever bought has reason, has purpose, has it has goals, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it has purpose. And I have shoes in my closet that I have owned for years. I cannot even wear these shoes anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have I not can. been able to rid myself of them. Mm-hmm. So last year when I had to move, I realized, I hey, you were carrying a lot of baggage. You drag it. It's like this, you know, these big behind suitcases of, of weight. Yes. Bad lady. Bad lady. Oh. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to hurt right. your back. It's going to exactly. hurt your back. <laughs> I had to, I literally, so I get, I know I got rid of at least 300 pairs of shoes, if not more. And I still have shoes. <laughs> so we won't get into how many shoes I have. I know. I know. We won't discuss that. But I I felt so good about that because you know what I realized about some of those shoes I was holding on to is that when you leave things in a box on a shelf, in your mind, you believe you believe that you're preserving these shoes, these items, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, every now and then you go and you pull them out. And you're like, oh, I love these shoes so much. Right? You look at them. <laughs> and you look at them. I love these shoes so much, right? And you can remember <laughs> where you bought these shoes, why you bought these shoes, where you wore the shoes to, because you, you have that kind of relationship with your girls, right? Until you wear these shoes out to, let's say you go into a ball, a gala, whatever, right? Have you ever had this experience? You, you're, you're, you are set dress. You are fabulous. You put these lovely shoes on. You get in the car. Everything is fine. You're walking to this fabulous event you're going to, and you start hearing. 
You're like, what is that noise? <laughs> the taps on the shoes have come off. Uh. <laughs> okay, I could do you better. The whole soul has come off the bottom of the shoe. Because <laughs> you didn't the maintenance, you didn't check them out. Make sure they were still. <laughs> you know what? The, do y'all know what that's called? Dry rot. <laughs> Exactly. Right, right. It looks really good. It looks so wonderful, right? They will dry right on you. Oh my God. That that shoe looks like it looks like the day you bought it because you've maintained you or you thought. Uh You thought that you maintained them. But from heat and cold and different changes and sitting in the box and not breathing and not being worn and not being utilized. When you put your feet back in those shoes the next time, those shoes are going, oh my gosh, uh-huh. something's expanding. <laughs> yeah, I never experienced this before. <laughs> what is happening here? And what is this happened, the shoes <laughs> literally explode. So you're walking down the street and your shoes are literally coming apart on your feet. That has happened to me numerous times. My, my cousin took her shoes out. She had espadrilles and she said the she definitely wore them. And she just bought them last year. She said they were all like dry rotted and everything. I'm like, oh my God. Yes. Yes, it happens. You have to use what you have. It's, it's literally, that statement is so true. If you don't use it, you'll lose it. Absolutely. And it goes so many different aspects of your life, but it is so, so true. You Absolutely. keep your milk refrigerator and if you don't drink it, it's going to spoil and you're going to have to pour it out. You're losing it. You know, right. as if you don't wear certain things, like you don't wear your shoes, they're going to dry rot on you and you're going to yes. lose them. Yeah. So you call yourself preserving them and saving them for what? I always say save it for what? I'm not right. saving it. I don't know what you're saving it for. No, nobody's going to get more wear out of my stuff than I do. Right. After I. Because okay. I will tell y'all right now, I will wear I will wear an all black dress or all solid color dress and throw on some sparkly evening shoes and I'm going out the door. Because what am I saving it for? If COVID yes. taught us nothing else, you better wear your stuff. You better use yes. your stuff. That's right. How you feel you today? Better. I feel like dressing up today. Where are you going? I'm right. Dressing, but I'm going to dress up today. I'm dressing <laughs> up. Yep. I'm dressing up. I'm putting it on. Um, yep. Yeah, I gave it. I don't have. I I I I drink everything. Steph and I both, and we never even had this conversation. I drink everything out of a wine glass. Yes, yes, yes. I yes. use my wine glasses. I use my yes, crystal. Yes. I use the yes, stuff in my yes, house. Yes, yes, yes. I don't believe. Because what am I? Why are we sitting and let it collect dust? No, it makes not, no, no sense. But maintenance no sense. is important because you know why it dry rots. It's just like if you don't ever take your car for a tune-up and you just keep driving it and driving it and driving it. Eventually, exactly. the car, one day you're going to get in and the car won't turn on or you will right. drive along and the car will just stop moving because exactly. you, have not ma- you have not provided maintenance. You have not maintained it. You have not gone and check on it. You have not done a, a, a what they call it, a double check on it or, you know, mm-hmm. you wait till the check engine light comes on. Exactly. Now you're like, oh my God, the check engine light is on. <laughs> but it's been warnings before that. Let's be clear. It was, right. Because you know why? Remember the, the, the 10 mornings that you went out and it didn't turn over? And it wasn't winter. <laughs> and nowadays, the cars nowadays, did you all know this? You don't have to start your car up and warm it up. If you have a brand new car, that you don't need to do that. It's true. Cars are not made like that anymore. It's where true. you have to warm it up before you, you drive it off, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have to realize that things are different, right? Everything is not forever. This is why... Yeah. You know, you go, you go in the closet and the moth have eaten your clothes. That means it's been in the closet too long. Yeah. But that's the same with your furniture. Let me that tell you, too. people like, you know, like now, like my niece, she got, I sold her house and she got all this white furniture. She had like three sons and a husband. It's just her. And she, no, you can't sell. I was like, you had to use that stuff because your furniture, the dust will eat your furniture. Absolutely. You can't looking pretty. Let people sit on it. Let them use right. it. What do you have? if you're not going to use it right just to look at right i mean like i don't think like you know i mean to each his own i do understand how people don't want people to have wear shoes in their home but if uh, you're having a function 
like my niece, she's like that. But when she hosted um, Easter dinner, she was like, we're not doing that. So many people here today. She's right. like, I'm just sanitizing the and everybody goes. Right, exactly. You know, like, you know, like that to me, this doesn't make sense. That not sitting on the furniture, all this kind of stuff. Nobody can sit in there or that room is special. Yes. I remember years ago, I used to be friendly with this woman. And she did like marble on her floor. Or did, and maybe she did, or it looked like marble. Maybe it was marble. But however, um, she was having, someone was giving her a surprise baby shower. She was pregnant. And she ended up, and it was this ugly, ugly green carpet that was all over her floor. And then, you know, because she just moved in, her and her husband. And mm-hmm. they put the marble down, took the carpet up. But they kept the carpet, which was crazy to me. I don't want nobody else's old carpet. But right. they kept the carpet and they put it in the unfinished basement. And when she had her baby shower, the baby shower was downstairs in the unfinished basement on that nasty green carpet because she didn't want anybody in, on, in her room and her marble. It was like a walkthrough room, but you couldn't sit in there. It was just to look at. I personally don't understand anything like that. I don't know. I that. have beautiful things and I am going to use them. Right. I just don't understand that. I never forget when I was getting, you know, when we were splitting up the furniture and I got my new bedroom set and, you know, I was talking to my cousin and she was like, well, if you're going to move, you don't want them to come set it up and then they got to break it down and set it up again. I had my mattress on the floor for two days and I'm like, you know what? Come bring me my furniture set. Okay. Yes. I'm not going to be like, you know what I mean? They yes. just going to have to break it down again. It's all glass and mirrors. So yes. it's a lot and it's heavy, but right. you know what? I'm going to sleep in my bedroom set. And That's then when right. I move, they break it down and they set it back up. Again. Back up. That's so I'm going to enjoy what I have. I'm not going to just wait. I just don't understand that. I have mm-hmm. all white furniture in my house. Sit down on the white furniture. I don't That's care. Right. It's That's not right. that serious. It's just furniture. You know what? What are you saving it for? Because here's a, something I heard. I heard a conversation between these, uh, between three uh, uh, older women talking about how their children and grandchildren had no appreciation for the china that they had saved and for the furnishings that they had saved. And it was like, they don't want it, you know? And they were like, you know, this stuff is valuable. And I was laughing because that's the conversation I had with my mom, right? The stuff that you all, that they bought, most of it, right? Back in the 60s, 70s, it was crystal, but it wasn't, it's not anything compared to today's stuff. And it doesn't have the value that they think it has. Exactly. And the fact it's is, not yeah. not bone china. Right. It's not really, it has to have the value that it makes right. the clinic. You know what I mean? Right. If you were buying that, then it's not, I mean, it could be like, a, it could be like an heirloom, which is understandable. Yes. But if it's not an heirloom and, you know, it's not that important, it's, it's, it doesn't, I have a bowl from my, my mother had this bowl before I was born. Yes. And because I put these, um, the stand, the tables in my living room, I'm like, oh, I can use that bowl. I just don't know where it is at the moment because I have so many stuff still packed up. But when I find that bowl, I'm going to use it. But it's the bowl. Like all, all the stuff my mother had and she left me everything. I gave everything to her, you know, her siblings, to my mm-hmm. nieces, whoever wanted stuff. Yes. I was able to give them stuff, some things I sold, consignment, whatever. I kept the things that I really love. Yes. Not just to keep it, just to say I had it. I kept Absolutely. it because it was something I still got furniture in, in my storage in Savannah, Georgia. And it's right. a piece. I'm waiting to get this piece in here. But it's because I love it. Right. You know, that bowl I love. I got to get in my garage. Somebody, somebody, he's home. Let's try to get some stuff out of that garage. Right. But that's what's most important. And that's right. something like this. Will my kids feel the same way about the bowl? Probably. You no, know, I don't. Probably not. And maybe all they, they knew maybe I loved it. Maybe, maybe whatever. Right. They but might. Exactly. But you have to like use your stuff. You have to like yes. use, look at the beauty of it. I love beautiful things. It's beautiful. Let me, you look at my beautiful stuff. I don't understand how people just, oh, don't sit there. Don't do, I have a, my, my cousin's like that. Don't sit there. Don't walk in her. She just wants you to stand and stay still. Don't look and don't touch. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I don't understand it. And, and I think what silly. people also don't understand, not only does stuff becomes obsolete. It does. Right? You're holding on to something from the, it becomes obsolete. And uh-huh. for some things, it's dangerous now at this point, right? It's true. So it's you want to keep the high chair from the 1940s? Yeah, that's not the high chair now. No, not to mention that you could get a replica 
that's but, a 2022 that looks right, like that. <laughs> right. Well, you want to, you want to pass down the cradle. Oh. That it, it I, I'm sorry, y'all. Come on. You don't know what's in that wood now. You don't Come know on. what that is. You don't know right. It could be know. all kinds of asbestos, um, exactly. you know, it's mold. Just, you don't know what's in that stuff. You we we but we fight with our with our parents over these things because they're like, this is an heirloom, and I'm thinking, no, it's not, it's not an well, heirloom. heirloom. To whom? Who is the heirloom to? Heir, heirloom it over to the person who wants it. Because who's going to appreciate it? I mean, it's nothing like something being loved and yes. used. If you're not using but, but if it, you're not you're using not. it, you're just, and you have it in your house and it's collecting dust. That's all it's doing. It's collecting dust. dust and, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Now I understand keeping, I understand keeping objects. Like you said, you have a bowl. There are things that we will all, and we should all keep something of our childhood, of our parents, of our grandparents. I totally agree with that. But just to be collected, everything, just like people will fight over, you know, a TV. Big Mama Sackett had a TV. It's a TV. You could go buy a TV for $200. Exactly. It's not worth it. It's not, it's not worth it. it. Or the, the floor, I mean, the floor model good. TV that doesn't even work, that they don't even make parts for it anymore. Why are you fighting over that? It became a shelf because, like, it's the big TV floor model that you stick things on top of. They hold, well, it's, it's the, the big floor model that holds the new TV on top. Thank of. you. That's what I was gonna say, <laughs> Steph. I have, do you know how many people's homes I've seen that in? So it's the old floor model from 1960. Then you got the 1970 TV. The 1980 TV is on the side on the back of the big 1960 table on TV. And then you got the 90s table TV on the kitchen table because you watch that one in the kitchen. It don't get all the channels, but you watch it in there. And then the, somewhere in there, the 20, you know, the 2000s, but yeah, that TV is sitting on top of the, you know, one of them TVs. I, it's insane. Come on, y'all. Come on. I just come near a clean house. Like, what? <laughs> I, every, I cannot take food. Let me tell you, but I look at my garage. I, I can't stand that garage because it's killing me right now. I can't. Me I too. Like I need to go to the dumpster. I am borrowing yeah, someone's truck this week to take I'm, stuff I'm, to I'm the dumpster. Praying. I don't even want to open up a box. Take it, take it, take it, literally. Because it just gets to be a bit much and just holding on to all this stuff. And then when you move, you're dragging all. I want to lighten my life up. I'm not trying to drag all this stuff with me that I'm not no longer using. Yes. You know, I'm just trying to lighten up. Oh, I'm not using that. Gotta go. Gotta go. And something else I want to, I want to share with you guys to put a, put a, you know, if your parents, right, have, boxes and boxes and papers and papers and top of the thing. You need to know where the true documents are. Mm. That's maintaining, that's maintaining your business. That's minding your business too. Because Mm -hmm. if you're going to have to be the person who has to execute things for your parents, whether it is in death or in illness, you need to know where those things are. And you need to start to help help them now start cleaning stuff and getting rid of stuff. I know it's hell on high water to get them to do it. But guess what? Either you do it now or you will be the one doing it by yourself. Mm-hmm. That's why I got bags and bags of stuff in my storage in Savannah. I don't know what's in those bags, but I kept them on. So just get them out here. They're still in my storage. You know, yes. I'm on the past 2013. I got to get in that storage. I'm already thought, you know what? It's time to go. With all the yeah. man, all my other stuff, yes. I have all my paper. Because if you don't help people clean up their their hoarding and all these stacks, you're going to be the one left to clean all that stuff up. And you need to know, I'm telling you now, make sure your children know where your documents are and make sure you know where your parents' documents are. Or anyone that you have guardianship over or you're a power of attorney for, you need to know these things because it's very important. Because when it comes down to it, you know how many times people pass away and then people go, I don't even know where the insurance policy is. Exactly. Oh my God. That happened to that happened to a friend of mine. And you know, um, I write policies. I have my life insurance license. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a policy. Um, I don't I, I'm active, but I don't write. But if you wanted me to write one, I could write one for you. Right. Um, and I wrote a policy for him and a while ago. And I literally this the incident happened like about five or six years ago. But I wrote the policy and then I literally I was walking 
in New York. Um, and I looked at my phone and found out that the, my friend had passed unexpectedly. Mm. And I was like, oh my God. And then come to find that they had a GoFundMe page for him. Wow. And it had, it took me a little time to get in contact with the family. But, um, at first I called my RVP to find out the policy that I had taken, that he had taken from me was still active mm-hmm. and it was, and then it took a minute to get, locate the family and I was able to get with his mom and tell her he has a policy, you wow. know, Look there. and then after she buried him, she had a substantial amount of money still left over, you know, for herself. I mean, not like not having her son, yes. but it did help ease her life also. Yes. Absolutely. You know, she was like, oh my God, thank you so much. You know, she was very, very appreciative. And because she said, we found two policies in his room and none of them were any good. And he did not even have a copy of this policy. You know wow. what I mean? I thank God that I knew him personally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Saw it and found it and just eased the family. Because they're thinking, like, how are we going to bury him? What are we going to yes, do? Absolutely. And it was more than enough money to bury him. Now, which was really good. But you have That's to. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, so guys, just to wrap it up, right? Maintenance. Clean up woman. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Be the cleanup woman in your life. Right. Exactly. So you want right. to you want to you want to clean up your your mind, body, soul, you know, get your health together, get your wealth together. Right. Mind your business. Get your blood work. Get your blood work. <laughs> get your blood work. That's important. Yes, get your get your wealth together. Right. Start getting your get your get your house in order. That's something we're always told. Get your house in order. Right. It's true. It's true. Because it's it makes to do. Easier. And it mm-hmm. makes your it life a whole lot easier. And then you want to maintain mammograms. Absolutely. The the yearly, the yearly checkup is where you start. Mm -hmm. Right. Because in failing health, you're failing at other things too. Right. With failing health, failing health causes you to fail at other things that you are trying to succeed at. Mm -hmm. So as best you can, you want to maintain your health. That's important. So, right. Steph just said it. Your your annual exam, physical exam, your annual mammogram, your annual colonoscopy. Well, not annual, but every five years, if you are 40 and above, um, Mm -hmm. if you um, let's see, if you if you have if you have had breast cancer in your family, you should be definitely doing that, um, making sure. That's right. Yes. You have to make sure you maintain that, Mm -hmm. you know. Go get your eyes checked, your ears checked, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you want to make sure you take yes, some time exactly. to have a mental health checkup. Yeah. Very, very important. That's not something that's on any of the lists of anyone requires human beings do. Well, but the it, reality is that they're, they're doing your health, mental health checkup every time you go to see a doctor. Yes, now they are. And yes. they're asking, they right? They're asking yeah, you they're the question. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, but, they are. But you, sure you have but, you, but you need to make sure that that's something you are also maintaining throughout, because right now there is a lot that is weighing on everyone's mm-hmm. psyche. There's a lot. There's a lot to process every day. Oh, and when yes, it comes and when it comes to your mental health, that's another place we have to detox too, right? Oh, Just, absolutely, absolutely. You know, don't watch the news or watch read bad things before oh. you go to bed at night. Oh my God, avoid it like the plague, right? Yeah. And if you if you don't have to read it, don't. I'm not saying you mm-hmm. want to stick your head in the sand. I'm just saying learn don't how to anything. limit. Yeah, learn how to the limit day. the amount of toxicity and negativity exactly. you take in on a daily basis, right? Because mm-hmm. there's so much nowadays. You're like again. Another, but then some days you need to debrief and put your head in the sand, though. Yes, because you have to, you have to debrief. You can't mm-hmm. just be taking this all in and have no outlet for it because you're going to implode. Yes, you, know? you are. So you have, you have to debrief because that Absolutely. doesn't help your mental health at all. No. If you're just taking it all in, it's it's going to come out of you somehow. Yeah. So you have to take the time to debrief. Yeah. You really do. Take time in the you morning. Uh, seriously, guys, in the morning, you know. Take time for affirmations, take time for prayer, take time for meditation, take time to go run, to go walk, to, you know, sit down and have breakfast with your kids or with your spouse or with, you know, 
just with yourself. down to, oh, right. Or, I was going to say, or just be with yourself, but take have time to, and enjoy yourself. to you know, process. Yeah. Take time to process your day before you get in the day. Right. Mm-hmm. Or even if that means if you're better at, at night, you lay out your day, you know, take time to, to alleviate the stress of the day. However you need to do that. Right. Because we can, we are human and we are not, um, indestructible. We have to no, learn not. how to release. We're not robots. Right. Exactly. We got to release stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and we got, and we got to learn how to release these phones and all these gadgets. Oh, yeah. Put it down. Oh, you yeah. gotta, you gotta put right. it down. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta find time in your day. And I know as a realtor, Steph and I both, and as entrepreneurs, yeah, this is, this is our bread and butter right here. But there are moments where you have to literally put this down, take it, take it, turn it off or put it Uh somewhere out of the room that you're not in and take some time to just be, to breathe, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh during the day, if you take, let's, let's just say every maybe three hours, you take a moment to sit quietly, you know, rub your earlobes to, you know, relax yourself or even taking this part of your hand, Mm -hmm. right? This releases tension. Like if you have a headache, I'm real serious. I don't know if you all know this. If you have a headache and you squeeze this, this is a pressure point. So if Mm -hmm. you squeeze this pressure point, just like you have pressure points in your shoulders, if you learn how to put pressure on those pressure points, it will alleviate the pain. So if you Mm -hmm. learn how to sit quietly, hold on Mm -hmm. just right there, and just take time to breathe, do some inhale, exhale, and release the mm-hmm. stress of that moment, like every three, four hours while you're so that you're not sitting all day staring at a computer and just so inundated with what I know the days get busy. I know there are days I forget yeah. to eat. And that's all us. That's an awful thing. That's not healthy. Right. Not so at all. Do remember to take those breaks during the day. Right. You got to clean up, clean up. You're the cleanup woman. Clean up your clean up your stuff. Clean up your your health. Clean up your business. Clean up your soul ties, your relationships, and then you know, clean up your and mind. check in with your children. Check in with your children. Oh, absolutely. And your friends and your family. Check in with your children. We yeah. have to. We have. To, we have to as a society be better, better parents. Yes. As, we have as, to be as more, parents. more in tune. Yes, we do. We have to be more in tune. Be better parents because. That that little cutesy, they so cute, and that that it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but that lasts for a nanosecond. Yes, they're gonna live in adulthood long. They're ever gonna live like that. Yes, and you have to connect with your kids and know who they are and understand yes. them. Absolutely. You know, we gotta we gotta start really working on putting whole people in the world. But before mm. we can do that, we have to be whole ourselves. I love that putting whole people in the world. Oh. That's a yeah. word. I love that. Putting whole yeah. people in the world. Well, on that note. Yeah. God did the work. God did the work so we could be whole so we can be able to do that. Yes. I love that stuff. So Steph, I'm gonna let you take us out today. I love that. I hope putting whole people in the world. That's, that's my motto. That's my positive affirmation for tomorrow. Yeah. Putting whole people in the world. Definitely, because you know it's it's important. We we as a world are going through a lot, have been through a lot, yes. you know, and it will it definitely will get better. And it's, it's how you look at it. But you know, you can't control the world, but you can control that slice of your world. Yes, you know, and, and you got to be on it. Yes, because it's, it's start everything starts at home. Absolutely, it really really does. Everybody want to be everywhere else, but that's why you're talking about. Mind your business. Mind your, Mind your business at home. Yeah. It starts there, and then it filters out from there. But start yeah. at home. If you can't take care of somebody else's home, if you're taking care of your home, don't worry. Clean up, woman. Clean up, woman. Clean up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so yes. true. Yeah. Everybody everywhere, but nobody want to look at what's going on right in front of their face. Absolutely. Right at at your house. At your yeah, kitchen not table. Do it. Like, hello, I'm here. Uh, I need hello. some help. Yes. Be there. Yes. You need to be there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, guys, 
I hope that we uh, bless you all today because I really, I am encouraged. I just love that. Making whole people in the world. I love that. Yeah. So figure out where you're going to make your footprint. Figure out where you're going to make that positive impact. But you have to clean up first. Mm -hmm. Right? Mind your business. Maintain your health. Maintain your wealth. Maintain your soul ties. And then, you know, go into the world and be great exactly <laughs> you guys have a great wonderful day ready for a new week i hope you have a wonderful blessed week enjoy it and uh, we thank you all so much for tuning in don't forget to share yeah <laughs> love you honey bunny. Love you too honey bunny all have right. a good week everyone bye-bye bye what am i doing cancel that what am i doing I'm going to have to fix that now.